Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Father Greg Pickens, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Lenten journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our reading for today is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 12 through 25. On the following day, when Jesus and the disciples came from Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see whether perhaps he would find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard it. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves, and he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He was teaching and saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And when the chief priests and the scribes heard it, they kept looking for a way to kill Jesus, for they were afraid of him, because the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. Then Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. So I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Here ends the reading. It seems unlike Jesus to take issue with a fig tree when it is not the season for producing figs, but Jesus has something much more important to show the disciples than a withered fig. After this demonstration of raw power, he leads everyone to the temple where he shows them how the religious elite is making money off the people as they come to worship God. Jesus sees the money changers who shortchange the poor and the other hucksters making their living off the temple altar. This enrages Jesus, and full of righteous indignation, he drives them out of the temple precincts. There shall be no barriers between believers and their God. Once this vignette is over, Jesus and the disciples return to the same fig tree that so displeased Jesus just a day before. We read this as separate events, but the deeper meaning that Jesus is seeking to convey 
is the relationship between the fig tree and the actions of those at the temple. Jesus wants his followers to see the big picture. In the same way that the fig tree is empty and not producing figs, Jesus is demonstrating the emptiness of a worship that does not glorify God. But this is not the first time this has happened. In his own way, Jesus is repeating the same warning about empty worship as the prophet Isaiah some 700 years earlier. Jesus is angry with the religious elite and perhaps a little at those who believe a pigeon and a few coins is all it takes to tick the worship box for the one true God. Friends, it is not the ritual that honors God. It is our hearts speaking to the heart of God in Christ Jesus. Episcopalians can take a good lesson from this reading simply because we do love our liturgy. But here in this reading lies a warning. Again, there is a surface meaning along with the deeper meaning. On the surface, it's easy to say that lip service to anyone, especially God, is simply wrong. It would set someone up to live a life not consonant with the tenets of our faith. The deeper issue is that empty worship is worse than lip service because it stunts a spiritual life. When someone says they are not growing spiritually or uses words like, I'm just not being fed, it may pay dividends to review the worship portion of a spiritual life. Coming to church is a big step in finding the peace that we all look for in our lives, but there is so much more that the Lord offers. Church, as a community of faith, offers a wonderful way to reconnect with longtime friends and to make new ones. Worship, however, is something quite different. It is our offering to God. It is the way we individually join the larger faith community of St. Michael and all angels in the wonder, love, and praise of our God. We, as a community, come together to rehearse the tenets of our faith and commune with our Lord through the reception of the Lord's Supper. It is important to arrive on time to the worship service, to be physically and mentally present, and to joyfully participate in our time with the Lord. This attitude keeps us from the empty worship Jesus warned against in Scripture. Will we get this right every time? No, we are human beings with all that entails. It is our own efforts with the help of the Holy Spirit that form us ever into the likeness of Christ. We all come to the Episcopal Church in part because worshiping God makes more sense to us with our ritual. But ritual can never be allowed to take the place of our seeking the face of God in everything we do and in every interaction we have. Holy Week is the most solemn time of the church year. It is here where we are encouraged, more so than at any other time, to dig deep and to form and reform our bond with our God in Christ Jesus. It is here where we are invited into the worship and discipleship of Jesus at our parish, St. Michael and all angels. Amen. Join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that, having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 